So I'm speaking with the uh, composer Brian Tyler, who is producing some uh, amazing work recently from hit TV shows like Hawaii Five-0 uh, to hit video games like Far Cry 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, and Army of Two, Devil's Cartel. He now scored what will most certainly be one of the top-grossing films of the year, Iron Man 3. And uh, at the end of the month, uh, he scored the twisty magical thriller Now You See Me, starring Morgan Freeman, Jesse Eisenberg, and Mark Ruffalo, uh, which opens May 31st. Thank you so much for uh, chatting today, Brian. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, so, I mean, we've done an interview before, and last time we kind of delved into your past and uh, history, so I guess let's cut to the chase and go right to Iron Man 3. Um, so you work with Shane Black and on this film, who's one of my favorite writers, and it's only his you know, second directorial uh, effort, but uh, what discussions did you have with uh, Shane at the early stages about the uh, musical direction you wanted to go with for this film, for Iron Man? You know, uh, right from the get-go, it seemed that... Um the story required something a bit different than the earlier Iron Man movies. Um, I talked to Shane about kind of do, uh, doing the approach for the melody of this of, of, of a theme mm-hmm. uh, for Iron Man and Tony Stark that was a bit more of a throwback, a little less rock and roll, more Star Wars, and uh, that idea stuck. Uh, it, it, it really seemed to make sense uh, because of the fact that this is the first Iron Man tale that's after the Avengers. It's a post-Avengers world. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, the, the stakes are really high. And, you know, uh, it, it's, it's a, like it's a... Tony Stark has now been thrust into the position of being essentially a... a full-bore, legitimate superhero as opposed to a guy with a really cool gadgets and suit kind of thing that, right, can, right. that can help out with law enforcement. You know, so it, I think the tables you know, kind of turned after, not the tables didn't turn, but the, the setting changed after Avengers. So that, that was the idea from the get-go. So uh, how early did you get involved in the project? Or did you get the script first, or did you wait till you saw like, the first rough cut? I, I got the script first. It was while they were shooting. So, so what were your initial reactions to the script? I mean, uh, spoilers aside, but I mean, were you immediately, tr- as you're reading, coming up, you know, with theme ideas in the head, or were you just trying to read it and take it all in? Yeah, I mean, there was there's a lot of different aspects to this the story that jumped out at me. You know, uh, the, the Tony's new position in the world um, as as the leader, really, of the Avengers, and then you have his relationship with Pepper which has grown in, into uh, something rather significant in this film. And then you have also the Mandarin and, and Killian, uh, which are, you know, you have your your villain storyline. Mm-hmm. And, and all these things started percolating around, you know, and and, and I started thinking of things. I, did, I wrote down some some ideas, but basically it wasn't until I saw what... What it was, I mean, Downey brings so much to the role, and Shane shoots it in a certain way, and it just it had a feel that that struck that balance between being, you know, really epic, much more epic kind of sound we wanted to go for in right. terms of melody and everything, but at the same time left room for the humor mm-hmm. of of Tony still being that uh, smartass. So uh, it, it was it was. It was really from the the get go that uh, hit the ground running. 
and I, I mean, I love that balance that you guys uh, struck because the humor doesn't overtake it, and you still have a, a significant emotional uh, weight to it, and it just kind of gave everything kind of a, a larger presence. So, I mean, it was really, really great. I loved it. Um, and the, the theme, I absolutely love the theme. It's this big, bold theme. Um, so as a composer in the writing process, is that the first thing that you, you go for? You, you nail the yeah. theme and then you kind of yeah, work around I, that, The main theme was the very first thing. In fact, it was the first theme I wrote for, for, for this. I, I went and kept on writing, mm-hmm. trying to come up with other themes. And this, the first theme really just stuck for, for some reason. I don't know how that happens, but, <laughs> <laughs> it, um, you know, it just seemed to make sense. And it was this long you know, kind of melodic thing in the way that Star Wars or Raiders of the Lost Ark is, where it, it does take, you know, you do have a motif that's immediately recognizable as that first few notes um, as as an Iron Man kind of, uh, you can play it in short bursts, but really the, the full the full bore theme that, that um, the main melody takes 16 bars, it 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 has uh, its, its own kind of internal, I don't know, um, map that seemed to just want to go in those directions so it felt yeah. really natural uh, and it, it, i loved how you yeah. broke it up yeah like it just broke it up throughout the score and it kind of it came to its full fruition at the end it was great right yeah where you know you you, you see it that finale um it comes together and also how it goes into different directions where um you have these you know these sub themes of, of kind of the the longing theme or, you know, the isolation uh, and, and things like that of uh, that, that's, that's played in many, many, many different ways uh, mm-hmm. for, for primarily Pepper and, um, and Tony, but also how Tony is with uh, the, the character that, that comes in, who befriends the, the kid, you know? Right. Um, and all those things kind of, uh, were on one side of the writing, and then on the other side of the writing, I wanted to figure out a way to have the Mandarin and Killian be a theme, but that also, essentially, if you notice that the, the Killian theme, the Mandarin theme is within the Killian theme, and, and um, it, it all kind of uh, ties together in that way, right. um, which is which is more satisfying, of course, when you kind of see it on see the movie the second time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, in a way, but yeah, really creating an atmosphere of danger and, and uh, good adversarial type of music for mm-hmm. for uh, for Iron Man. So, I mean, yeah, you, and you mentioned uh, Mandarin and Killian, and I, I do want to go into spoiler territory here, so this is a fair warning uh, for, anyone li- for anyone listening. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. We're about to spoil Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'll put some time codes uh, into the info section of the interview so you can skip uh, the section. Um, but so spoilers start in three, two, uh, one. So for Mandarin, what was your reaction when you read that big reveal that he was a puppet, he was a sham? Uh, were you, were you, did any ideas? I totally, I had no idea. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, you know, I, I'd read, uh, you know, Iron Man's, you know, Tales of Suspense and all that. I've, uh-huh. I've always been into the comics. So yeah, I was like, whoa. And, uh, the, the, you know, the way they they did it was, you know, Shane did it was very cool. I thought, and that it in the modern world, kind of the most you know, evil 
front that you can have is to create a, a scapegoat from the onset, you know, right. and and uh, and uh, the the cowardice of of uh, of of his villainy in the Killian, you know, of, mm-hmm. of of doing it kind of under the protection of a misdirect is it really it, I felt it you know it, it went hand in hand with the way that the, the world is now the modern the modern age is you, you you have it's so subversive the way terrorism is and and it's it's um you know hidden under the cloak of of people and um you know sending videos with masks on you know and it kind right. of it demonstrates that in a way that I thought was very cool and I know it can be also it can divide people you know for sure if they want something that's exactly more along the lines of uh, uh, standard kind of uh, villain that that just is like hi I'm this guy you know right, and right. and uh, it's that certainly that's a more simplified idea that, that is easier to kind of latch onto but I, I thought it was very clever and I, and I dug it when you were reading the script, were you like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to write a big, you know, he's the main antagonist, he's going to be, you know, the big villain, and then they did like shatter any, any. Yeah, I mean, it made it so it was a much more interesting puzzle for me to uh, approach. You know, it wasn't just, you know, mustache twirling, um, <laughs> kind of, you know, like uh, I'm going to make something really arch, you know, and it so it had to be, uh, I had to disguise themes within themes, you know. Yeah, that and, was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so so that that made it uh, made it challenging, but put a lot of fun for me. And um, so, kind of looking at the superhero comic book genre, uh, it's really at its height of its popularity right now, and almost every major composer has had a chance to kind of almost attempt a superhero film. Uh, the music has evolved constantly for the genre and is always changing. Is your Iron Man three score kind of an indicator of what you think a superhero score should be? Is that kind of your view? I th- I think so. I mean, you know, it was my my uh, chance to jump in there, and and uh, you know, I've done comic book movies before, but not right. not a superhero. You know, there's and uh, so you know, I, I I'm just a strong believer in. Uh, thematic writing and melody, you know, uh, and there, there are scores for superheroes that, that aren't particularly that. They're more like modal and, 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 um, um, and kind of m- like moody and, and it doesn't have, you know, without a traditional theme, which totally work, you know, I mean, I, I've heard those scores, you know, the, uh, Dark Knight and, and uh, that series are amazing. And, uh, you know, but it's it's a it's a more minimalist kind of approach. I I, I did I I have a I kind of am a product of uh, of so many different influences in the sense that I did grow up listening to you know in terms of film scoring I grew up listening to John Williams and Jerry Goldsmith and of course, yeah. and uh, Horner and all that. But also you know uh, the, the Hans and uh, and and then of course I was listening to a lot of you know I loved rock music and electronic music growing up and uh, you know everything um, from kind of one end of the spectrum from you know uh, classic rock to Pink Floyd to the other end of electronic like Depeche Mode and and mm-hmm. some and work and uh, that kind of thing so it it uh, the the influences were all over the place and so as a also as me being you know a guy that on one hand would work with orchestras, but on the other hand, I was a rock drummer and guitarist in bands and, and, 
and then as a piano with, with more of the orchestral setting, uh, there is a fusion that happens. So this is, this is uh, my... Uh, this is my uh, kind of statement of what I think at least the Iron Man superhero should be. <laughs> um, and he's a comp- he's a modern uh, kind of even though the the comic's been around a long time, he 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 comes across as like the most modern superhero because right. he's a man that has invented his own superhero for himself, you know, and and it and it's technology and. And so the, the 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 cool part about it is that I, I think it all ties together. You have technology and music to records, but you need something at its heart. You need you need heart. And I think you don't want to get so modern with your writing that you forget that that themes and melodies are something that people can latch onto and really uh, have an emotional connection with. And I mean, it, it literally with Iron Man, you have Tony Stark who is powered by this suit with an artificial heart on itself you still even though it's mechanical you still have a heart you know and right. so it all seemed to kind of dovetail together in a way that was both practical and, and thematically seemed to make uh, sense um, so you know yeah uh, so yes <laughs> so yes as <laughs> a long winded yes no I, I mean I totally agree I mean I loved uh, what Ramin did for the first one and the kind of the, and yeah. John and, and John and um, but it's just a, a different take and it almost feels like uh, I mean you kind of gave him this theme and it almost felt like it's always been a part of him uh, even though I, those other what they did with his character was equally as great um, and so kind of moving on from Iron Man you're also scoring Now You See Me uh, this film uh, seems like a lot of fun for a composer to take on. Uh, what was your approach for this? What was the the tone? Is is it? Did you treat it as a caper film, a thriller? Is it an action movie? It's um, it's a, it's a bit of of all of those things. Um, you know, uh, it, there 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 is a great number of uh, different vibes going on here that that merge together. I mean. Mm-hmm. The, the the movie is almost like a classic throwback to like charade, yeah. Uh, 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 with uh, elements of you know uh, modern action films like Bourne, you know, running headlong into things like um, uh, the Prestige and Harry Potter. I mean, it it, it really even the Pink Panther and, and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, to really like there's emerging there that I, I think. The the fact that this is a heist movie and a caper, which which um, definitely borrows uh, the uh, stylistic approach of both filming and and the characters and the kind of snappy dialogue of of films like Charade and and uh, maybe you know like Bond and and uh, North by Northwest that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I I wanted to so there, there have music that reflected that, which was. Um, you know, a little bit more of the orchestra playing as a big band, but with, you know, with drums and vibraphone, old school type, 1967 type recording, awesome, you know? Awesome, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it just uh, it has that, uh, you know, all live vibraphone, marimba, you know, the shakers, piano, and like really grooving, and uh, just, and then on top of it, the orchestra doing their thing, but like, you know, doing those things like John Barry would do with, uh, uh, Bond or Mancini did with um, with Charade, and right. so so there's that element. But then you have the fact is is that you have this heist movie, but at the same time, the, who are the heisters? These guys are 
illusionists. They're magicians. And they're great at what they do. And, and the, the, the cat and mouse aspect to, uh, to, to the film becomes like, you know, kind of like a, um, catch me if you can, but you know, meets prestige, meets all these different things where you, you have, you have a completely different element. It's not, it's not just cool dudes walking in and, and, and robbing a bank. These guys are coming up with elaborate, uh, illusions and using their skills as illusionists. So the, the music has to go along with that. And, and there's a mystery, there's kind of a mythological element to this to, to, called the eye uh, in the movie, which is, is harkens back to this ancient um, kind of, uh, you know, group of magicians that, that um, they kind of band together, and there's a mystery aspect to it. So there's a huge mystery aspect to it, too, and the, the music goes along with that as well. So some, you have this merging of kind of magical you know, very ethereal music and, and what would seem like its opposite, which is this groove-based, old-school um, uh, kind of music. And, and so to put those two together was, was I just, I, I feel it's very, it's really original. And, and I think it's because the film, the approach of the film ha- it required something that, that was uh, quite different than, um, um, it was like it was pretty much impossible to do a temp score on it because you just right. how do you layer i mean they're trying things like you know having some groove based kind of thing and then like putting Harry Potter on top of it it just didn't it wouldn't work you can't you you need something that was originally composed for it so i I just got really lucky that I landed on this movie that that needed something that that was new oh you wow that sounds super exciting i can't wait to hear what you did for it yeah 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 <laughs> um well that's that's cool i mean you have a double feature in may going on here that's really yeah. cool um so last time uh, when we wrapped up i asked you if uh if you could score any film ever made with uh, no disrespect to the original composer uh which film you would choose you picked uh lawrence of arabia which was yeah. a fantastic <laughs> answer just... I was just about to say that again. I, don't, I didn't remember that I said that, but I was going to say Lawrence of Arabia. But now, <laughs> great. But now, let me ask you this: uh, Let's twist it a little bit. If you could score any superhero uh, film ever made, or even not one has not been made yet, uh, which superhero would you pick? Mm, that is a good not, question. No, um, not Iron Man. Anything but that. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't choose Iron Man. Um, huh. Uh, you know, it might be, I mean, there's so many, I, I'll, I'll go with something that, that hasn't been made. I think the story of Robin would be really interesting. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. To delve be... into his backstory and create. Flesh yeah, exactly. AI. I think, I think there's a real story there to be, to be had. I think the, the setup with uh, Dark Knight Rises was very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, um, that's a great answer. Yeah. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, an immense pleasure as always. Thank you for your time and you know your, your support when you came out to be part of our composer signing at Dark Delicacies and for all your terrific music. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks back at you.